It's time to wind down with Leah. Get in the mix with Kid Six. Kicking shop talk with Carl. Tell your day. Go and grab your phone. Tell a friend or two. It's therapy, sports talk, and entertainment news. It's time to wind down with Leah. Get in the mix with, with Kid Six. Kicking shop talk with Carl. Tell your day. Go and grab your phone. Tell a friend or two. It's therapy, sports talk, and entertainment news. And the max. And the max. What's good, everybody? You are now in the mix. It's your big dog, Kid Six. Shout out finest, Carlton, your dig, and your girl, Leah, aka the therapist. And behind the scenes, so effing classy. Had me so effing tight from all of her <laughs> posts, from her lovely trip, holding it down, man. So I was a little jealous, you what know? Was I, was, I was a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. That was an Aruba. I ain't never been Aruba. Did you bring back any pure white henny or anything? Ain't bring back nothing? So you, you, so you just brought yourself back. Did you ask for something? Dang. I thought you would I thought you would have known. Now I definitely would have asked for some pure white henny. Dang, I should have. But it was cool though. You you was posting your pics, having a good time. I had to block you. I blocked you. Just for the weekend? Yeah, just for the weekend, man. I was a little jealous. I ain't even gonna lie, man. Um, you know, it's March. And it's also International uh Women's Month. Yes. So shout out to the ladies out there. Um, shout out to the black queens out there. You know, we definitely got to give a few shout outs. Um, shout out to our sponsors, Wine O'Clock, who is owned by black women. So shout out to those lovely ladies over there. Make sure y'all continue to check them out, support them, grab some wine from them. And uh, shout out to Rich King Brand, man. Uh, always holding it down for us as well. Shout out to the ladies. Always doing a damn thing. So I think classy, I'm still not, you know. We cool, but we just, I'll wait it out till the end of the month, then we'll be cool again because of that time that you had. But it's all good, though, man. Um, we, we, we got a nice show for y'all. Um, we're going to do What You Mixing Up for y'all this week. Um, but in that, What You Mixing Up was going to be more for, you know, the shop talk. But this is actually going to be good because we have a lot to catch up on from All-Star Weekend. NBA All-Star Weekend, because we definitely didn't give our thoughts on that. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, we didn't really talk about the Super Bowl, but NFL season is over. Um, your, you, your prediction of the score, you were right accurate. on it. It was accurate. Um, it was accurate. I should have bet. I didn't bet. I played myself. Yeah, what so. What would you have bet? I, I, I literally predicted the exact score and yeah. went up the game. If I were to predict that. I'd have been in Aruba or some shit like so if in class he was. You know, real quick. Um it's all good, man. Yeah, man. So we I feel like we have a lot to to really touch on. Before we jump into any of that though, I definitely gotta give a shout out to my alma mater, man. Shout out to the Lincoln Lady Lions basketball team who won and brought home the CIAA championship over the weekend. So shout out to the Lincoln ladies out there, man, doing the damn thing. You know, I mean, they, they, they they held it down throughout the tournament. They held it down throughout the season. So, very, very proud of them. First one, first CIAA in Baltimore. Yeah, first first one in Baltimore. Because people had a lot. Even oh, yeah, our yeah, old, yeah, like, yeah. Baltimore people had a lot to say about it just being a negative experience. And a lot of people said they actually had a good time and it really wasn't as crazy as what people thought it would be. So, I'm actually really happy that they had a successful you 
Yeah, I ain't going front. I missed that shit in Charlotte, to be honest with you. You just had uh, to. Just, just had to. Shout out, shout, 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 shout out to them. Shout out to them. But, Thank you. you know, I'd, right, I'd rather in. I'd oh, rather yeah, than. I'm not right, right, so I can't even say. Like, I've never been. So, people, yeah. You know, and I feel I like some people jump on the bandwagon even been there, but it's like, uh, you know. Whatever. Some people was hyped just because it was in Baltimore, because Baltimore don't get events yeah, like this. Right. Yeah. Like, Which, shout out to them for that. I don't even know what's in Charlotte that makes it lit in Charlotte, or maybe. I think I, I think I think just more so it's the it's the environment right because you you really have I think it's also that southern hospitality and also too it's like everything is in one vicinity mm-hmm. you know so you can like it you know how they have certain areas where they have like like their downtown area they have like a lot of venues around there so if you can't make it into one day party another day party is you know two three blocks up the road or around the corner so everything is in close proximity and it's just always good vibes um but yeah it was cool um it was cool here but yeah i i i just i just enjoy charlotte better and i I also think too i also think it's just because like to me, Baltimore just doesn't have an exciting nightlife. So I think that also makes it hard for me to really like enjoy it because without it, it's really not a good nightlife here. So. I'm, yeah, I wasn't even here to experience it, so I can't even comment. Wow. I know a lot of people that was throwing a lot of the events in the nightlife here. Yeah. So a few of them was in DC. Yeah, there was definitely, I knew there was going to be a few that was in DC. Um, so. What was you about to say? No, I was just going to say, agreed. Our nightlife isn't the greatest, but I'm just speaking on the positive aspect. Like, people thought it was going to be a lot of violence and things like that. And I've seen a lot of positive posts. So, I just wanted to shout out Baltimore for getting it right, at least for people to enjoy themselves. The I honestly, I honestly didn't think it was going to be a lot of violence, to be honest with you. Just because it's have a day to day violence here. So, we figured, you know. It's, it's, it's violence in Charlotte. So, it. it I was down there when that whole um, when when Gotti's oh, tour yeah, bus yeah, got yeah, shot yeah. up. So I mean, it's, it's violence everywhere that, you go. Was that, so was that Gotti was that Dolph? One of them was that the hundred shots weekend? Yeah, that was Gotti's joint though. I don't think it was Dolph's. Nah, it was that was Dolph. Oh, that was Dolph's because he made a song called a hundred shots. Ah, uh, this and Gotti. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, too, man. yeah, damn, and, and wasn't that the same weekend when uh, Remy Ma dropped that diss track? Uh, on Nicki. The sheepin'? Yeah. Might have been. Yeah, man. Oh, yep. Damn. All right. All right. So that was his toy. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's always going to be violence everywhere. I honestly really didn't look for, like, I wasn't expecting folks to, to act all crazy or anything. I, I think when, when you're from Baltimore, you're going to make jokes about things because that's what a lot of people have in mind. And I, I feel as though they base it, they base everything off the wire. Like anywhere they go into to Baltimore. Oh, is that where they film Wire? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not from here. So it's just. Like, he was more to Baltimore than just the Wire, trust me. Like, you'd be surprised. We have deers. I see them all the time. People won't think that because they think the Wire is Baltimore. She Wait, what? I said, you see deers. Like, I see them. Like, people won't think you see deers and, like, all type of wildlife, but you do out here. You would think you're just talking about just like the urban wire, so much more to Baltimore than just uh, 
I think I ain't think people ain't know there was theirs. Eh? No, I'm just I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm facetious. Like people think like Baltimore is just. Oh uh, yeah, just the wire. Yeah, yeah. It's a good majority of it. That's the wire. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, yeah, you in the you in the minority. Right. You ain't even in Baltimore. That is, that is some people. Yeah, ain't even in Baltimore. Hell no. Baltimore County. That's the county. That's the county. That's the county. So it's Baltimore and me. But it's, I ain't, it's but I ain't from I'm, Baltimore. But I'm from here, so I can. I got a couple homies from Baltimore City that might. Nah, y'all, fuck what you talking about? Yeah, y'all. I ain't going front. That that it's always that know, argument. Know. Like, nah, you from the county? You not even from? You from the county? Yeah. Well, that sounds crazy. It's so, so shout out to Baltimore to see double A though. Yeah. Shout out to them. Like I said, man, shout out to the Lady Lions bringing home that championship. That was definitely needed, um, especially for, you know, what what took place on Lincoln's campus, what, probably about like a week or so ago, man. And still, you know, sending our thoughts and prayers out to the uh, family and friends who um, experienced what what's taking place. Um, and news is still developing from that. So, yeah, it's just been a rough situation. And prior to that, like probably, um, I think, two or three weeks before that, um, Lady Lions lost one of their um, former basketball players um, as well, so it it was a lot, man. So I'm I'm glad they was able to bring home this championship, um, bring some positive light to things. I know it's just been it's just been dark and gloomy over there, but you know we're gonna keep holding it down for LU, man. So shout out to them. Um, we we definitely got a lot to discuss with more ladies because um, it's getting it's getting crazy for the women over in the WNBA. I will say that. Um, and I, to be honest with you, I feel really sorry for them. Um, see, I know you wanted to discuss this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's still, because it's still. It, it, shout out to the ladies in the WNBA, man. Because I know, I know it's extremely hard. And to be honest with you, I'm super like, have they, have they ever had a lockout season? Uh, I don't think so. They only been around like twenty five years though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think they've had a lockout season. I don't even know how the collective bargaining agreement in the WNBA is mm-hmm. compared to the other leagues. Right. But, you know, I feel like at some point they might they, they need to rework that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of so first of all, shout out to the WNBA. Because it is the first day of women's month. You see mm-hmm. I got my WNBA hoodie. See my man C repping. You know what I'm saying? But uh they got a lot going on because, for one, I think one of the coaches, I can't even remember which team, but she just became the first, like, player. Well, not even a player. She's a coach. Mm-hmm. But the first, like, I guess, worker in the WNBA, period, to get a million-dollar contract. It's players that don't have millions from playing in the WNBA. And a lot of the players is like, damn, like, shout-out to her. But now y'all know everybody else, they need to follow suit. But the collective bargaining agreement for the WNBA, the players don't get paid as much as, like in the NBA, it's 50 50. Mm-hmm. Half of the stuff goes to the players, the other half goes to the owners and the rest of the stuff. And then the crazy part about it, though, is that they need to rework it because the New York Liberty, the WNBA team, they would just find $500,000 because they chartered flights during the 2021 WNBA season for their players. The WNBA has stated that. That is a unfair advantage, pretty much. It's, it gives them an unfair competitive edge against their competition because how they're saying because the players can, I guess, hurry up and get to wherever the games are, while the other players they gotta take like buses or they gotta buy their own, like they fly coach. A lot of them fly regular plane. They might be on a flight with us, you know what I'm saying? And so 
they find them because they pretty much are just like, well, if everybody else got to suffer, y'all got to suffer. And the New York Liberty owners, like, a lot of these other owners can do the same thing. They just choose not to. Yeah. I have the money just like they have the money. Except mm-hmm. I use the money to make sure my players get to it. And it's only like 32 games in the WNBA season. So he's like, if half of those games is home games, the other half, he's like, it's not that much of an issue. But they find them. The whole WNBA, the players are like, this is a joke. This is ridiculous. And it happened today on the first day of Women's History Month. So they like, y'all got the audacity. They need to figure it out, though. I know that much. I'm not going to lie. That's really crazy. And, I, and I, it sucks because the women, they definitely get shitted on. Right? Because you got to remember, the NIL got approved for college football players. So there's actually some college football players who can ink a deal and make more than a WNBA player. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. insane. You have college coaches making more than these WNBA players. And it's not as if like the WNBA women, they don't have support surrounding them. Like they bring in fans, they have folks who um, support and purchase their merchandise yeah. uh, of the teams. Especially like NBA players as well. So it's just crazy to me that y'all don't want to pay these women, but y'all want to find them. 500000 That's that's probably somebody's full contract. And they find it and they find the whole team that. And the crazy part about it, when you find the whole team, of course the owner's probably going to eat that. But the owner's probably like, it's bad enough that. So the WNBA players, when they travel to these other, to the away games, they mm-hmm. have to spend their own money on travel. <laughs> That's so crazy. The, the owner's like, that's stupid. Right. So now y'all finna make me pay. I've already been paying. Y'all about to make punish me for helping my players when, I don't know. I, but but just to throw in a little light for the future, because I do have hope that the WNBA is going to get this correct at mm-hmm. some point, because it's already been 25 years. They've shown that they can sustain a league, that people will watch them, and they're only getting bigger. So I, I do feel like... I mean, I mean, yeah, but the, but like I said, the WNBA is still young. It's only 25 years old. So at first, the argument was because they didn't have as big of a fan base. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the NBA is as big as it is because it's global. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got people around the world watching NBA games. They buying the merchandise, the jerseys, the everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's not as big as the NBA is. Right. Yet, but it's way bigger now than it was before. So usually when stuff like that happens and the leagues are growing... They end up redoing the collective bargaining agreement, and then they can rework the deal where the players are getting paid more. And I see it coming. I just wish the process wasn't as slow. But it's Women's History Month. We're going to keep hope alive on that one because their day is coming. Yeah, it has to. ASAP. Because I'm, I'm tired of seeing the women just not get paid. And they are some ballers out there. Like, there's some true ballers out there. And they just not getting paid. In sports? Just, not, just in like other jobs, not just necessarily sports. Yeah, that's true too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that across the board. The excuse that they've been using, that they use that for uh, sports though, is usually because of the entertainment value. A lot of people feel like a lot of women's sports aren't as entertaining as the men's sports. Right. You know what I'm saying? But regardless, you know what I'm saying? They're, it's about the collective bargaining agreement. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you're going to be like in the NBA... The players get half and the owners and stuff get the other half, then I feel like the WNBA should get the same treatment. No matter what the revenue is, it should still be the same way. But yeah. You know. 
It'll get there. Yeah, check it out. We're we going to see, man. we definitely going to see. We're going to keep praying on that, man, because they definitely need it. Now, um, yes, we are in March. Uh-huh. And um, just a couple of weeks ago, it was NBA All-Star Weekend. You know it. So we definitely got to give our take on NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, I will say I was not pleased with the All-Star Challenges. Um, the dunk contest was horrible. That was probably by far the worst dunk contest I've seen in NBA history. Um, shout out to Steph. You know, he dropped 51. Dude's just, he's not normal. He is not normal. Um, but yeah, man, it's just uh, the... I, I don't, I, I really don't know what it was, but I think what, like the challenges itself were, were pretty horrible. But the dunk contest was by far the worst. What was so bad about it? It was none of them could really land their dunks. It wasn't doing anything to where it was like jaw dropping or get out of your seat type of thing. With yeah, where it was you like, it? I seen the, the clip. Yeah, nah. Um, <laughs> nah. So, so this was like the first dunk contest that I've ever seen where no dunkers scored a fifty on a dunk. Don't so quote me like on the, it. The that's the, the maximum. Oh, that's the maximum. It's 50. Okay. But usually we see several dunkers scoring 50. Mm-hmm. I don't recall anybody getting a 50 on any dunk. It's the first time I've ever seen that. I don't know if it's the first time it's ever happened. But, um, yeah, the dunk contest was underwhelming. A lot of people that was there was like, you know, usually you see people out of their seats, they put mm-hmm. on cameras, they going crazy. Yep. A lot of it, it wasn't really that much of that there. You know, nah. Obi Toppin won, which, you know, I felt like he was going to be the one to win anyway. Uh-huh. But still, even what he did was like good enough to win, but it wasn't like... What it, we we, we yeah. kind of been spoiled though, I ain't going to lie. Because the way the dunk contest been like getting, as it's been lit. It's been like a, a good... I want to damn it like a twenty year run. We haven't had too many bad dunk contests over the last. Bro, I blame Dwayne Wade. Why? D Wade oh. fucked everything up with Aaron Gordon. With Aaron Gordon, yeah, yeah. With Aaron Gordon, he he just he messed everything up. So by him doing that, I just feel as though like it messed everything up for others who would probably want to compete in a dunk contest, but it's just like... They don't like the voting. If, you, yeah. if you're not going to vote correctly or... Yeah. Because there wasn't anything that Aaron Gordon did to where he should have got a nine, like, at yeah. all. So, the, the quick backstory. So let, me, let, me, let me brush you up. Yes. Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon is one of the best dunkers in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Him and Zach Levine had like I think it's the best dunk contest I've ever seen. I think it could it's in a it's in a debate for the greatest one ever. As far yeah, as nah, between them, win. yeah, between them two, that oh was my, definitely oh a hell of a god. battle. Oh my god! Shout out to Zach Levine because he played for the Bulls. But <laughs> Zach Levine won that one. It was close. I, I I can give Zach the edge, but Aaron Gordon came back to do it again. He got cheated. I think that was the Dwayne Wade. No, was that the Dwayne Wade one? Yep. Or was that the next one? Because he nah. did it three times. Nah, he did it twice. He did it three. He did? He did the one against Zach. He lost He lost to Zach. He came back and did it again. He lost. And then he was but like, then, I'm not doing it. But then they invited him back. Like They begged him to come back. And he like, okay, pretty much if y'all begging me, y'all know that I'm going to win it. Not like y'all going to hand it to him because we know he deserves it. 
But he went up there and then he lost again. That was the one because and to go to what you just said, it's other players in the NBA because you get new players in the NBA every year and they're nice and we want to see them in a dunk contest sometimes and they like nah like John Moran. Yeah. Oh John Moran is one of my he's emerging as one of my favorite players in the NBA right now. He's my height. John Moran like is a beast. He be getting up there like he be looking in the rim. He's mine. That's crazy. But he can do a lot of dunks. Yeah, and they asked him on the interview one time. They was like, "Yo, would you consider doing a dunk contest?" And he was like, "I don't know, man, because I don't like how they be voting, and I don't want to come in there and then it'd be some BS how they be like, oh, I think you deserve a nine because of this other stupid reason or something, and then you end up losing, and you're gonna be like, nah." So I honestly, feel like I, I feel like what they need to really do is have have folks who actually won the dunk contest. Like, D-Wade doesn't need to be back there because yeah, yeah. he I don't even think he ever participated in a slam dunk contest. Nah, so so he doesn't even need to be behind there really trying to, like, score someone. Exactly. I feel like you should have players who's actually participated, who actually won or even came in second place and, and be able to, to vote and actually say, you know what, hey, yeah, this deserves a score. Like Vince Carter or Michael Jordan. Um, I know they got – I think Dominique Wilkins is one of the judges – yeah, they had neat. So the judges this year was Julius Irvin was one of them, Dominique was one of them, Isaiah Thomas for some reason was one of them, uh, and David Robinson for some reason was one of them. Uh, See what I'm saying? Like I, mean, it, I think it was like three out of the five judges were not in a dunk contest before. So uh, I mean, I guess I don't know. They do. You know, I you, feel like they do need to have dunkers. You got you got somebody dunkers. pulling out Tim's as if that 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 was actually going to wow the audience. Um, he put on a Knicks jersey too. Uh, I, Shout out to the Knicks. Everything. They everything about that dunk contest was just horrible. Um, you know, LeBron's team won. That's the only. That's the only claim he could have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they, I think they, I think they, since I think starting it, I think since starting it, I think his team is now like what six and zero since they started yeah. doing a draft. Yeah. Uh, so I those. Say, I will say the dunk contest made up. Well, no, the All Star game made up for the dunk mm. contest. First of all, Carl Anthony Towns won a three point shootout, which is crazy because he's like seven feet tall, and he won. He came in second place last year too, so I guess he earned his keep. But. Uh, Speaking of threes, because you mentioned them too, we know who reigns supreme as the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Steph mm-hmm. Curry made up. Steph Curry really was making it happen in this all-star game. Yeah. He hit 16 threes. He had 50 points because he hit 16 threes and he hit a floater. That was like baseline on the other side. But he was only shooting threes. I think he was like 16 for like 21 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And... That like just watching that was like okay forget the dunk contest I'm watching Steph be Steph against the whole league the rest of the play, best players in the league and LeBron hit a game winner it was in Cleveland All Star game was in Cleveland LeBron hit the game winner to win the game in Cleveland so it happened in storybook fashion Steph got the All Star game MVP they held it down the uh, I I gotta go back in the story real quick because luckily they capped off the weekend with a great All Star game but the uh, celebrity game. On Friday, mm-hmm. it was not good. Well, mm-hmm. let, me, let me just say, a lot of the players were trash. Agreed. Players were trash. Quavo <laughs> played way better last year than he did this year. He was supposed to get the MVP. And he won the Celebrity Game MVP last year. This year, it was this freaking Olympic high jumper or something like that. And speak, you've seen uh, um, 
Miles Garrett. Yeah. He was in the game. Mm -hmm. He is too damn big to be playing back basketball. This man is like 300 pounds. How tall hey. is he? Like he's probably six, like six. Like yeah, he's like six six. He did a windmill. I thought he was about to break the whole. Yeah. He did a windmill. He he's like strong as shit. He he's strong as hell. Yeah. The hell is wrong with him? But yeah, I just, I, I, I just wasn't. I wasn't impressed, man. I really wasn't. And maybe it's because it was in Cleveland, right? I guess maybe because you know Cleveland nightlife is horrible, or whatever, and not really expecting. A lot of folks to be there. Um, so it's kind of like, ah, whatever, it's Cleveland. We'll just go here and do participate just because, and that's it. Um, whereas, hell, if it probably would have been in LA or something, like a lot of Possibly. folks would have, yeah. Possibly. Probably would have been in their bag, but. The game, the game was the, uh, rightfully so, it was the holiday of the weekend. You know. mm. Shout out to Steph, too. Definitely um, was. Um, you know what wasn't a highlight for me? The Lakers not doing anything before the trade deadline. Oh yeah, yeah. That that that, that that wasn't a highlight for me. It wasn't. And they suck. I hope they don't make the playoffs because they're gonna be an easy first round exit. Easy. Probably are. Easy. And I'm gonna say this. It's time we move on from uh A D. Think so? Yeah, bro. He can't. He can't play. He can't stay healthy. He can't give you a solid full season without missing a game or two. He just can't. Every time he hit the ground, you praying he get right back up. That is true. That is true. That man is hell of an athlete, but it's just he is pretty. Injured. You know, it, it, at this point, for what? And Zion Williamson, I don't. He reminded me of Greg Golden right now. He played 82, 80 games over the course of his whole career right now. Greg Golden played 82, so he ran on par. I don't know, man. I really don't know. Sky, Sky. I want to see. I really want to see how he will look. But it's also talks that he might not want to be in New Orleans. Possibly. We don't know. He, he ain't really been too... Uh, it could just be his personality. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He said he hasn't really been like, uh, I guess that that camaraderie that a lot of teammates have. He hasn't been having too much of that with some of his teammates, and especially the new teammates. He hasn't. They say he hadn't reached out to them when they came mm -hmm. to the team and all of that. But I mean, you know, he's a young boy, so yeah, it's a lot of a lot of time left. He's he he he's gonna need to lose some weight though. Definitely is. He definitely is. is. If you, if you watch how Zion plays and the weight that he is, it is extremely dangerous. And is if something happens, the way that he jumps and all of that stuff, and with that weight, you know, because he already got a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. Just that weight alone kind of triggers, like, the injuries. Yeah, yeah. So, I got to figure something out. Hell yeah, man. Um, Moving on. So, uh... Before we get into before we get into the news and everything, um, your prediction was close with the Super Bowl. Well, your prediction was on point. Um, twenty three twenty was the final score. Rams won the Super Bowl. Rams won the Super Bowl. To be honest with you, I really felt like the Bengals had a chance to win it. Oh yeah, they did. But because their O line is so sorry. 
they didn't give Burrow enough time. Because had he had enough time on that play, Jamar Chase was wide open. I think Ramsey had fell down um, while he was watching him. So on that play right there alone, it's just like since he had him, since he had him, and they was able to they 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 proved that that they were able to play with them. It's just their O line just wasn't a match for their front seven. Yeah, I'm just glad that them boys uh, they got the W how they needed it. It's a few legends on there. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree, but. Moving on from the sports talk, we're going to get into some news because it's some major news, some big news. And this was going to be for our shop topic. We felt like it, it could definitely be discussed for what you're mixing up. So, see, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn things over to you, my good brother. Okay, people. Y'all know what's been going on in the world. Y'all know what's been going on in the world. Um... Russia has invaded the Ukraine, and they are currently at war. Yeah. And first of all, the the tensions leading up to the war, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of talks between um, Ukraine was getting threatened a lot by Russia. Russia was pretty much setting up troops right by their border, and it was like, that's hostile. That's a hostile act. You doing that is pretty much telling me you're about to do something crazy like invade us. And we would have to prepare for that. And then they kind of try to use it as a, well, if you're preparing for that, then we might actually, the whole world was like, Russia don't do it. Russia don't do it. And then you know what Russia did? They did it. Uh-huh. And uh, now the whole entire world is having all these different sanctions against Russia, which we all know that there's a larger picture to why Russia's there. But before we even get into that, just what are you guys' thoughts on this war that just began, which could be a trigger to like World War Three, if they're not, you know, they're pushing it. Yeah, that's what they that's what they've been talking. That's what it seems like it's gonna be. Um it's a scary situation. Um and it, it just makes you sit back and all you can really do is just like just shake your head on it really. Yeah. It's the big the big thing is is the why factor, like why is it right. happening? You right. know, just for a sense of like right. I mean to retain power and control over these people who want their independence. They had it. They had it right. Had Leave it them alone. Like I just don't understand like why he feels the need to like feel like he needs to say, Okay, I want you guys to be back under our what would you call it? Um The Soviet Union is yeah. yeah, but that's not even there anymore. But they, I was about but to they say that. Them like it is. And yeah. Quick like some very small history lesson though. Mm-hmm. When the Soviet Union did break up in like 1991 I believe yes. uh, Ukraine was one of the countries that was like split it was like half the people was like going to Europe the other half was going to uh, Russia but it was like still well half the people there was like European and then Russian mm-hmm. but so now uh, Putin is pretty much saying that the Russian people that are there mm-hmm. are like indigenous people that are there and they need like his help or some shit right. because they're Russian and he's acting like he has to go there and get them and by Ukraine acting like they're not going to give those people over to him, he's like, that's giving me reason to come there and invade you guys and take them. And they're like, that's stupid because the people that are Russian, that are in Ukraine, they want to be there. They're like, you know, we've been here our whole lives with it. What are you talking about? We don't even want to, you know what I'm saying? So he used that as an excuse, which I always feel like 
when people do stuff like that, history has shown us it's for some other larger, like, diabolical plan mm-hmm. that they have. A lot of people suspect that Russia and China are, like, mm-hmm. in cahoots with something. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about it is that, like, you know, it's one of those situations where Ukraine compared to Russia is such a smaller country. Mm-hmm. So... In order for them to even stand... Right now, first of all, right now, they've been holding their own. You know what I'm saying? They've actually... Yeah, like, they if they you, have been. If you think about it, they've been winning. If you look at if you look at the scoreboard, I guess they've been winning. And also, uh, usually when stuff like this happens, though, the smaller country has to get help from larger countries, uh-huh. which then makes the larger countries end up going against the other larger countries, which is how World War starts. Mm-hmm. World Wars start. And they're doing sanctions against Russia because they don't want to... Like take it there, like other countries, they don't want to take their Russia because Russia has nukes, and they kind of made it obvious that they are willing to play with them mm-hmm. if need be. Yeah, which is what nobody wants to happen, and that's why everybody was like, Russia, don't do this because you pretty much know what you could be provoking. And they like, well, we know nobody wants a nuclear war, so y'all gonna let us do this, otherwise a nuclear war is gonna start, which is the the worst part about it. But the 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 other thing about it too, because we're gonna get we're gonna get deeper into this. Another part that really was the reason why I wanted to even talk about this. But um, they don't know what they're doing. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to the news, but in Russia, I've seen videos from over there, Russian people and the Ukrainian people, they don't even know like who's who often. Like some of the Russian people are just there and they're like, we're here, we don't even know what to do. And the Ukrainian people are like, well, you, you could just go home, like take your ass back to Russia yeah, because you don't know what you're doing. And they're like, well, we don't even like and then also they're killing civilians now. Like they're in mm-hmm. civilian territory and stuff and they're just trying to advance and the civilians are fighting back and a lot of the civilians are winning, which one of the worst things you could do in a war period is take it, you know what I'm saying, to civilian territories and have them warring with armies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, the main part that I wanted to talk about with this, which I'm sure you guys will have something to say about is if you've seen this and hopefully you have, but... In Russia, because yesterday was the last day of Black History Month. I don't know where you're going with this. And, you know, mm-hmm. it don't stop with racism in this world. Mm-hmm. There are black people mm-hmm. trying to escape to, like, Poland from Ukraine. And they are not allowing them across the border. Yeah. They are yeah. literally, like, pushing them back into yeah, the like war zone. They treat them like second-class citizens. They treat them like yeah. black people. What was the right? Like, Rally up and get the black people out of there. Because he, uh, he put a post up. He was like calling out all the other like rappers to, to help out. I, I, don't I don't even know. I don't even know, was, I don't even know what a rapper has yeah. to do with any of this. Why he thinks he can do all that? I, I, I mean, you know what? <laughs> no. I, it's just, no. I, it's I get it. Right? Yeah, I, I get it. He you can know, acknowledge right. it, but you, it ain't much. You, what are you gonna? Yeah, bro. Let's get a bunch of rappers together and go to this fucking country that's at war and get the black people and bring. It don't really I'm, work like that. I'm not gonna lie. I, it's very I, ambitious. I feel it like is. I feel like maybe he. I feel like maybe he. I don't even know who said it. Um, but know. maybe he Iggy, said. Iggy's baby dad, the one that who? Who was? Who's 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 who baby's, baby's dad? Iggy. Um, Iggy is us. Iggy got dreads. I'm gonna have to look it up. I don't, I don't even, yeah, I can't even. Honestly, guys, I'm sorry. I wish I knew. I don't, I don't know. even know. But whatever he talking. Yeah. Forget that though. Yeah. yeah. What what in the world, even in a time of a war, everybody as a civilian is trying to escape. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, the black people can't come. 
that's that's wild. Like you placed all your focus on the black folks. Bro, it's like bro, people are literally running for their lives, and they still like, oh my god, don't kill me, but for mm-hmm. like for the black people, we don't really care about them, mm-hmm. even though they can help. We could all get out of here alive together. If yeah, we all work together, but just without their help, which is like. I don't. Are we surprised? I think it's like I, how we feel about that. It's like well, we. It's never. Not. It's never about being surprised or not because racism been going on for too long to be right? surprised so. about it. It's just the fact that it's just like, as a as a country at war, as a civilian and other civilians, and it's like you're accepting these people, but you're not accepting them. What is the What is the point? Because then, like, let's say all the black people get left behind, and they're like, okay. Then what? Do you just expect all of them to get killed? And do you just expect the people that escape to just be like, we're good now because we're not there anymore? As if Russia isn't going to be like, y'all are still our people, so we now finna come the way y'all at now and do the same shit. Right. Like, I don't... I think they feel like they have a better chance at that. They still going to kill you, no matter what. So regardless of if you're trying to hold all the black people back, y'all asses are still going to get killed too. It's just the fact that in the in the midst of something like war, yeah, it's young thug. In the midst of something like war, people are still being racist. Like the people in Ukraine, like I'm talking about. It's not even just the other countries that are accepting people from Ukraine to come there. Mm -hmm. It's the people in Ukraine trying to escape, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Nah, like we trying to pile onto this bus." Or just train or something like that to get away. And they're like, no, nah, no, nah, everybody get on. Black people, no, 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 fuck y'all. Stay here. And it's like, just imagine how much worse. Because what if what if a fight breaks out between them now? Mm-hmm. And you got the black people fighting the white people. And they all trying to escape. Now nobody can escape because everybody's fighting each other. And then the people just come in there and they blow some shit up. It's like, so like, what are you doing in that situation? You being a black, as you call them, a black Ukrainian. Like, I don't know what you call them, but what are, what are you doing in that situation, you know? I don't even know what you can do. What you can do, right? They're I feel really, yeah, I'm saying, the world they, right, right. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's a sad situation. Yeah, I think, I, I look, think yeah, the only, the in the right place, like you yeah. said. I think the only thing you really can do is just really try to survive. You don't, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't even know who's coming in and, you know, who's trying to save you or who's actually going to kill you. So you, it's nothing that you could really do, especially in that given moment. Like, if this shit was to happen to us, I don't even think we would actually really know. Probably the first thing we would probably do is just like hide somewhere in our house. Like, you're not really gonna know what to do. It's just so from an outsider looking in, mm-hmm. it makes it hard to uh, sympathize with the people of Ukraine because it's like damn we feel bad for y'all for what y'all going through but in the midst of that how can I feel bad for what you and what you're going through when look at what you're doing to the people already there like they were already we already know in like Russia and a lot of these European and Asian countries there it's extreme racism like Mm -hmm. extreme racism Mm -hmm. in Russia and all that area so it's like they already didn't want the black people in the country Mm -hmm. so now that the country's at war and the black people are trying to leave they like now we not even gonna let y'all leave, right? Because we want to leave now. Like, it's just I don't know, man. It's it's just because the world is praying for Ukraine right now, and it's like, on one hand, you want to pray for them because they are going through some very stupid shit. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's like in the midst of y'all going through what y'all going through, y'all being racist. How in the world do you right. just be like? It's like where's the humanity? 
right? When you think about it from that perspective, like you guys are, you are all facing the same. Yeah, how are you asking threat? for humanity? How are you asking for humanity? Mm-hmm. And you're being inhumane towards people in Ukraine. Right, right. They're Ukrainian people just because they black don't mean they're not Ukrainian. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying, right? So like, how do you? And then a lot of them are over there, like, like with passports. Like they have like doctors and stuff like that from like Nigeria, and they like, okay, well, we trying to go back to where the fuck I came from. Mm-hmm. I was just here working and you know being a doctor, or whatever. And they like, nah, 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 nah. The Ukrainians gotta leave first. And they like, what, nigga? It's not even my country. I'm not, apparently, according to y'all, I'm not even supposed to be here. Y'all don't even want me here anyway. Y'all stop me from leaving. That just that just that's just one of those troubles of the world because we know uh, the war it doesn't make any sense. The worst part about one of the worst parts about war to me, period, is that a lot of the time the people that are literally fighting, like the actual people on the front, like the the main people on the front lines, mm-hmm. they don't know what's going on. Like I've seen a video of a, a Ukrainian woman by herself. Walked up to like some uh, Russians and was just like, "What are y'all like? What are y'all doing here? You know what I'm saying? What are y'all doing here?" And the Russians is just like, like pretty much like we don't know. Like we were sitting here, we have exercises to perform here, we have stuff that we supposed to do here. Yeah. And the lady's like, "What are the exercises?" And the guy's just like, "Well, this conversation is not gonna go anywhere, man. Like, please leave me alone." And she's like, "Bro, do you like you're invading? Like you're somewhere yeah. you're not supposed to be. You're here, not place you're not supposed to be here." Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, "You know, like just pretty much like leave me alone. This conversation is gonna go anywhere." This woman said. Some of the most gangster shit I've ever heard in my life to this man, not gonna lie. So the National Flower for Ukraine, the National Flower for Ukraine is the sunflower. Mm -hmm. This woman told this Russian soldier, she said, here, take these sunflowers and put them in your pocket so that when you die where you're standing, at least some sunflowers, flowers can grow where your body will lay. And I'm like, that's some of the most gangster shit I've heard in my life. And the guy kind of didn't know what to say. He just like, it was conversation they lean over. She said, listen, just know that you're invading mm-hmm. our country. You're here. You're not supposed to be here. You literally could just leave on your own recognizance. Like, forget what you, what Vladimir Putin is talking about. Forget all of that. You can leave. But the fact that y'all is doing it, here and y'all doing this, y'all are going to die doing this. People yeah. are going to die. And it's going to be you. And when you die right where you stand, at least let me put some sunflower seeds with you so that some beautiful flowers can grow. Some sunflower seeds with you so that some beautiful sunflowers can grow. Yeah, I mean that's gangster. She. I think I think in some cases, like when you had that's mentioned crazy. how you know folks don't even know what they're like what they're fighting for, why they're doing this. I think it's kind of like it's almost like a lose lose situation. Yeah. If you don't yeah. go over there and do anything, whoever sent this off, they gonna kill you off red. So it's better for you to just go over there, die at the hands of another man, or you might survive. It depends, but it's just like it is no winning for you unless you unless you're mentally trained that way. And it's just like, oh, that's cool. I, I live for this. I, I want to go through this. That's how they try to get people's mindsets to be. Yeah, good. that's like the, like a lot of the stuff that Vladimir Putin is doing is stuff that Hitler did back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of stuff that he did back in the day. It was a whole campaign of like propaganda and stuff that was going on. We might not have seen it the same way because we're all the way over here. Yeah. But the people over there, it's a lot of people over there that think that he's doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? The people in Ukraine been saying the whole time like, this is wrong. The stuff that he's even talking about is wrong. People in Russia are saying that. Yeah, like, people in yeah. Russia are saying that. Oh, yeah. yeah people, even people in Russia that are, are like, it's people in Russia boycotting 
Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, they were just saying now more and more countries, I was just looking this up, and companies worldwide are taking steps to punish Moscow for the invasion. Yeah. They left yeah. Russian currency, the rubble, to a value less than a penny. Yeah. See, and, and so with that being said, it's another part of war that is now something, it's like a modern effect of war that's never happened before because technology changes over the time. Mm-hmm. But in Russia, they kind of, they can't use like mobile currency or like internet currency. Like for instance, you know how we can pay for stuff? We can pay for stuff with crypto. We can pay for stuff with Apple Pay. or Yeah. It doesn't work for them now. So now it's like if you don't have cash, you you screw. It's people that was like, as soon as the stuff stopped working, it's people that was like, on their way home and they couldn't even use the train because they're like damn my stuff doesn't work and it was like it's almost like that's like a part of the punishment for being against the war and stuff like that they which take is it like, out like their what was it their it was like whiskey or wine or something it was like they shelving them yeah um, yeah yeah, See, yeah they, a, so they really are they're trying to be the best like other countries are trying to do the best they can without actually getting like exactly, yeah. physically involved but do we know that we'll come down to that I mean, we don't we don't know they did say that it's been at least 136 civilians that have been killed, including 13 children. See what I'm saying, man? That's another thing, too, because it's like you as a parent trying to defend your child. But also, at the same time, it's kind of like, depending on how old your child is, I mean, they want to fight for their life, too. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of, it's a lot of that stuff that's going on over there. That's why they, they kind of, and it's, it's a little bit different. The government is different in Russia than mm-hmm. it is out here. So, like, a lot of the people that's going into the war are, like, forced into going into the war. That's why the people out there are, like, they actually, you know what I'm saying, they boycott it. Cause they like, yeah. bro, like, but it, the, the crazy part about it is that the messed up part about having these world superpowers is because you almost are forced to let them do whatever the hell they're trying to do. Like, if you destroy, like, not destroy, but if you turn off the way that people like pay for things to live life, they kind of force in a position to do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And then even the, um, like I said before about them invading Ukraine, the people in Ukraine can't do anything to stop that. They can fight, right. you know what I'm saying? But at some point, you know what I'm saying? I have a question though. How long has he been president? Like, did, how many terms? Well, Putin, he's because like, they, like, they, yeah, they said he like, invaded him back in 2014. He was president then. Yeah, like, he's now 2022. What, what is happening? So I don't know how their, you know, system works. Yeah, they're not, a, they're not a, they don't have the same kind of government. Like not the democracy have. type you know of what I'm saying? government. So yeah, I, just, I was just reading some facts on him and thought that was really interesting. And he's been president since then. So I wouldn't be surprised that they rigging their votes over there. Do they even vote? That's a great question. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's a democracy, so I'm not sure how they... Like, I don't know, it just seems like he's just kind of impressive for a while now. Well, he has been. He has been. So, it's really kind of sad to hear some of these stories that they're, like, you know, trying to flee. And they like, we just started this new life, and now it's war again, and now we got to... It's sad. It's really sad. The real big question, though, is, like, the outcome. Like, what do you guys think is going to happen? Um... Because he doesn't... Vladimir... Putin does not fit. He doesn't seem like he's slowing down any. He doesn't seem like he's, you know. He's, 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 he's going to keep going until I think he achieves his goal. Yeah, I feel like he's just going to. It's kind of like, you know how you have that bully in school? Mm-hmm. 
that the more and more you keep telling them no or you don't do anything, like, it just builds them up even more. That's like their power. It's just like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to turn it up a notch even more now every single time. And then if you try to get help or get others involved, now it's like, okay, now I got something for y'all ass because right. y'all yeah. firepower can't really fuck with ours. Which is what his plan was the whole time. Mm-hmm. So you think they're going to concede? Or you think they're going to have, they have no. no choice? So I don't, I don't think that Ukraine is going to concede mm-hmm. at all. I don't think they're gonna concede because they're like we fighting, we fighting for our land, and that's what we're gonna like. Even uh, the president of Ukraine, you seen Biden pretty much, he sent he sent he sent them some money from aid, but Biden pretty much tried to help him get out of that, mm-hmm. and he we told didn't get Biden, a lot of that, like, oh, yeah, because it's like bro, he told Biden like nigga, I need ammo, not a ride, right? Like literally, he told him I need ammo, not a ride, and because of that, like clearly, they're not in the wrong. They like, bro, we didn't even do anything. We fighting to keep our land. Like, we've been living this whole time. He's trying to take it. And what I think is going to happen is that I don't really think that Vladimir Putin knows what he's doing. But I think that there's a long, like, a longer game, like, some kind of plan that they have going on. Mm-hmm. And I think he has enough firepower to ride it out for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel I like think the, that. I think that he's gonna he's gonna do that, and at some point, other people, all these sanctions that the other big countries and the the EU is doing, the United Nations and stuff is doing, they're doing yeah, to try to yeah, they don't they all of them yeah. all of these sanctions that they're doing against Russia. Mm-hmm. I think Russia is kind of gonna like stand their ground on that for as long as they can, mm-hmm. and then other countries because it's gonna be a split. Usually, like I said, this is how world wars start. It's going to be a split. It's going to be the people that's going to be sanctioned against Russia. Then it's going to be some people that's on Russia's side. And mm-hmm. it's going to be where the divide is. And they're going to be like, well, if y'all sanction them, then we're going to do this for y'all. And y'all going to do that for that, whatever, whatever. And then at some point, because there's literal fighting and bombs and stuff going on, and everybody doesn't, everybody believes that Vladimir will drop a nuke if he wants. Like, nobody's saying that that's not on his decision. Like, nobody, it's not like he has plans to do it right now, but that's something that he's like, it's been plenty of wars over the past 70 years or so. You mm-hmm. know 70, 80 years. To the point where we know, 80, I can say 80, because nobody's dropped a bomb, a nuclear bomb since 1945 mm-hmm. when we, when the United States dropped it in Japan. And after that, people kind of was like, this is like the worst shit ever. So yeah. even if there are wars going on, as long as we don't drop these, we good. Mm-hmm. But now everybody's looking at him like, that's not off the table for him. And a threat like that means that other people are going to have to get involved, which mm-hmm. I think is what he's trying to do. And oh, you they're going to. Yeah, but just off the strength of. He has nothing to lose. I feel like, because you mentioned earlier, he he seemed like he doesn't really know what he's doing. So a man who doesn't really know what they're doing, it's kind of just like those are the ones that really have nothing to lose and, and don't care. That's 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 what I that's what it really is. Because he got he got something to lose. I, it's yeah, a lot, it's a lot to lose. The nigga just don't mm. care. He just don't care, and that's why everybody else is looking at him like, bro, you have to care because people are dying. Your own people are going there and dying. And he kind of just like, I don't care. We gonna do whatever, and whatever the whatever the long run is, I think that somebody's gonna have to either figure out what that is, and something's gonna have to happen to get them. I don't even think they're gonna realize what they're doing because they already had plenty of time to think about it. They're gonna have to do something to try to like get them out of there, which yeah. I don't even know how right, or if saying, or when so. that's gonna happen. If it's possible or whatever, that's why it's like as far as what I think is gonna happen. I think it's, it's gonna war, be war. Think world War Three. I mean, 
It's kind of it's kind of imminent in a way. And if mm-hmm. so, people have to think about how does that affect you? And because some people don't think about this because it's not happening in their backyard, but World War Three happens, that, that definitely affects everybody. The thing about it is that like it isn't it isn't happening in our backyard. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it can't happen in our backyard. Right. Because the people in Ukraine, they wouldn't have thought that this would be happening in their backyard. Mm-hmm. But it is. Yeah. Like, it's, re- it's regular people that's, like, in the crib, like how we in the crib. And next thing you know, bombs is going off right outside. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, man, I don't know, man. It's just it's just one of them things that, I, like I said, it's just, it keeps, it's, I think it's going to keep escalating. The reason why I think it's going to keep escalating is because, like, the art of war is that certain things are being escalated on purpose to try to get other certain kinds of reactions. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying whatever that reaction is, I don't. They don't have to try to figure something out. So they're trying to. I've heard that they've been trying to like you know do uh, do. They've been trying to meet with Putin and the the, yeah, the president of Ukraine um, and the president Vladimir Putin. They've been trying to meet to discuss something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if that's even gonna get anywhere. And we uh, Biden did a State of the Union address too, so I gotta I gotta go uh, brush up on that just to see what he was even talking about. But it's just like pretty much the entire world is kind of keeping their fingers crossed that this doesn't turn into a world war uh-huh. and that niggas start, don't start throwing nukes around. Right. Uh, and at the same time, they kind of just like y'all gotta figure out what the hell y'all even over there. Not figure it out, but y'all gotta just leave. So just to add on to what you just said, they said talks between Ukrainian and Russian representatives lasted several hours on Monday, which was yesterday, and both sides agreed to meet again in the coming days. So um, they said that they believe Russia continues shelling with meant to extract concessions um, from its country, but it wouldn't work. So see what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll see. But if it. I guess it's one thing it's just literally it's nothing people can do it's just kind of like alright we just gotta wait and see what that's what, what I'm saying happens. they talking they talking they and talking. everybody knows the right thing to be done but people can manipulate words and stuff like that to make it seem like their side is mm-hmm. right or right. should be right and I'm that's curious what to I'm see t- like talking about what exactly what, they, can, what is the compromise in this that's what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? And like, so about? like I said from what we know they're quote unquote invading Ukraine, trying to get back their own people, and the people that are there are like, we're not your people, we're we're us, like we're here, right. this is what we right. are. We've been there. And he like, nah, y'all supposed to be here with us because that's where y'all came from, and I've been trying to get y'all back for the longest. And they like, bro, we good. He like, no, y'all not good. I gotta come and get y'all. I gotta come and get y'all, and if I gotta go to war, because usually, and so and usually in negative situations of the same matter when there are like an indigenous people stuck somewhere and they can't come other people trying to come and get them or they're wherever they came from would try to fight wars to get them back or to get their land back or whatever the case we know how stuff be going on this isn't one of those situations though but he's trying to make it seem like it's one of those situations mm-hmm. and that's why i'm like i don't know man i just i just i just know certain things are gonna have to escalate in ways that we don't want them to escalate just to get certain points across which is because that's just how the fucking art of war goes I don't want to see it nobody wants to see it but we just kind of got to brace ourselves and try to hope it doesn't happen as bad as we think Uh that's all I can say 
And um, we have we have one more piece for y'all that I actually wanted to touch on. I dropped this clip in the um, chat, if you could pull it up, about um, black-owned business. Um, and I feel like you you got, like, a sweatshirt or two. I do. Okay. From them. Or three, yeah. From this Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to play this little snippet for y'all, and um, we're going to touch on it. Yeah, but pretty much the on the black owned business support black colleges. You guys have seen me wear a few of their hoodies. Mm -hmm. You see them a lot of places, but they're saying that they've been getting a lot of complaints. Three hundred complaints to be exact. Three hundred complaints to be exact about uh, people not receiving their products from them and them claiming that they're doing bad business. Mm -hmm. And some people feel like they've been gotten over on, et cetera, et cetera. The guy that we just showed you, he was actually spoken with the uh, CEO of the company to see you know, his side on it, to talk to him about what's been going on. But of course, you know, we gotta discuss this in the mix. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what y'all think? I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I feel like, it, all right. People are under, it's under the assumption that they were ripping their own people off. And I was saying, okay, it can appear that way. And if so, that's not cool. But even if it wasn't the case, maybe it was unintentional, I still think that they were practicing very poor business practices. I mean, for one, I think that you need to be up on your inventory. They need to keep track of that. You need to keep track with orders. You need to keep track with shipping and processing. And if you don't have enough employees to do that, you need to find some temporary employees or just stop accepting um, orders for right now. I think there was some, where they was getting like these like automated, automated messages that, I don't know, people were saying it just wasn't um, really adding up. So I feel like with the combination of those things that you guys are not keeping up with, it's, it's poor, poor business practice. And I feel like this, um, you know, we have this whole stigma about, oh, we don't want to support black businesses because of such and such, such like things like this. And this kind of reinforces that stigma, which is unfortunate. But um, I was like, it was this was posted on the shade room. I was reading the comments and a lot of people said that, like, this is why we don't, we don't want to support black businesses because of things like this. So I feel like, again, even if it wasn't intentional, I still feel like you have to, um, again, have proper customer service. You know, people can't, you can't order a hoodie and it comes six, seven months after. Like, that is, that's unacceptable. It is what it is. And I don't care if you're white, if you're black, if you're Asian, whatever the case may be. It ain't about race. It's just about a business. And um, people need to know about where their orders are. You're taking people's money and they need to get their orders. So, again, even if it just wasn't intentional, they just have to do better with all of the aforementioned areas that I mentioned. You know, because this is a stain on your business. People are going to be like, hmm. I don't really know about you guys. Like, people are not getting their orders. You're taking money. And yeah, homie said, well, I mean, people are bringing up him living his best life, getting a house, and he made comments about, like, I'm not just getting my um, income from this, you know, this business. And perhaps he's right. So I don't think that's what it has to do with anything. But it does look a way where people are like, yeah, you all here doing this, that, and the third. But your business is jacked. You know, you got to make sure that that is, um, like, your number one priority. You know, and I'm not saying mistakes don't happen. They certainly do, and things happen all the time. But 
you have to have an explanation and some people feel like they didn't hear even anything you know so um you just have to practice better business practices you know that's my take on that i think um I'm not going to lie. I, I honestly kind of get tired of hearing folks when they say, and this is why we don't support black businesses. Regardless if you black, whatever race you are, business is going to be business. You're not going to get spectacular um, customer service from any business, right? I mean, look at these celebs. They always want to jump on social media and talk about, you know, Louis Vuitton stores and and do I? I mean, Ti was a prime example. What was it? Uh, Gucci. Oh. He was dissing Flavor Nah, nah. He was talking about um, boycott and uh, yeah, it was Gucci. Yeah, Gucci for six months. Six months. And and and, and take and take just to see the difference that six months could make to a company. I I to be honest with you, it is I don't think it's going to do anything. It did. Do well, anything. well, nobody did it, so so we don't, know. I, we don't even if it did happen. That's the point, though. Yeah, that's why because people are going to live. They want to rock in their Gucci. So I just I just feel as though like business bad business is bad business no matter what, but also too at the same time. Like you had mentioned, I think the primary thing that they needed to do if if y'all didn't have enough staff, because, um, of course, they're going to mention about COVID, um, then y'all should have just put a pause on everything until everybody got together again. People do it all the time with orders, that they put a pause on taking orders, you know, and they make the Exactly. And that's all they had to do. people's money, you know you can't fulfill right. the orders. Because if you if you out here if people not getting their orders but you out here posting stuff and people see that and it's kind of like instantly in the back of their mind it's like damn he living his best life off my dumb like did my yeah even if it's not true if he does have another source of income that's cool shout out to him but it's just like for others it's just kind of like that's how they gonna look at it like I racked up damn near four hundred dollars that four hundred dollars probably could have. Added to them sneakers you got, or could have added to anything. So, and I have nothing right now. Like I don't even have an email. Yeah. Right, right, and you right. told me it was going to be here on this day, but it's still nothing. Right, right, right. So, um, have either of you ever bought anything from this company? No, I actually haven't. I, I want okay. to though. Okay. Should we yeah, you should. <laughs> just but um, so just to preview you guys up on how their company works, mm-hmm. because. And this is why I had to. I watched the entire thing because um, the CEO he made some great points, and I'm not gonna sit here one day after the last day of Black History Month and bash a black owned business. I can't do it. It's not in my spirit. Not even to hold your own people accountable. I can't do it. It's not even in my spirit. There's a difference between bashing and holding them accountable okay. because holding them accountable is looking at both sides and not just the negative. Um, this company, I don't know how big they think this company is, but he said they have 23 workers. Hmm. 23 workers is not a lot of workers uh-huh. for a company that is now nationally known because of people like NBA player Chris Paul and other people that have made yeah. them famous so what happens in business for the people out there that own businesses or operate businesses you know whether it's by themselves a couple of employees what happens often is that um, a company can be black owned they can serve a good purpose or whatever and then somebody you know, notor- somebody notable 
wears them or something like that. And they get they get more exposure than they've ever gotten. And sometimes it's a lot for them to handle. Mm-hmm. Like immediately. So it's not even a matter of, oh, we don't have enough inventory because whatever. But it's like literally I'm used to getting this much and I'm used to having the money to get this much. And now I have this many people that want something from me. And so what they do in their company, because like I said, I have uh, three hoodies from them. I think I got a dad hat from them. I got a rug from them. Never had any of these issues. You said it was 300 complaints. Complaints? Mm -hmm. How many hoodies do you think they sell? I don't know. Do you think it's more than 300? Possibly now. Do you think it's way more than 300? Yeah. So 300 is a relatively small amount of complaints compared to how nobody's talking about validity because every company has complaints. Mm -hmm. Every. Whatever y'all got on right now, I'm sure they got complaints about it. Oh, I'm yeah. Positive. Mm-hmm. So, 300 complaints out of probably thousands of orders, I really don't think should be as much of a focus as they're trying to make it on. But we know how this stuff happens with black-owned businesses. Um, they literally tell you on the company's website, when you order something, give they will give you two to four weeks before they ship because... They make, like, their stuff is literally uh, embroidered. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a big patch on there. It's, it's, it's great quality. But they have to get this stuff made. They have to get their orders fulfilled. And what a lot of companies do, because they're not like H&M and freaking Ralph Lauren, where they can just make the stuff quick and it's already there for you to buy. Yeah. They have to get the money and stuff and get the orders in first, and then they make it, then they ship it out. And what they've been going through is what pretty much every company, even the bigger companies, have been going through for the past two years because of covid People haven't. People have been losing jobs. People have not been able to work. Most importantly, every shipping company in the country has been backed up. USPS, UPS, FedEx, DHL, uh, anyone you can name, they've been they've been backed up. And so essentially, what the CEO and stuff was saying was that, like you know, there's certain things that you can't plan for. And he said there was a time when all 23 of his employees were gone because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So in a situation like that, and you have thousands of orders, what do you, as one CEO, or maybe even you and the COO or the CIO, whatever, three or four people, what do you do when you have thousands of orders and everybody wants to know what's going on? You refund their money if you can't fulfill the orders. That's not what you do. I say, what do you do when they just want to know what's going on? Not everybody well, wants to refund. But make a statement. You can't and keep so, collecting people's money. You can't right, fulfill the orders. Right. And so, and so what happened is that happened then. Mm-hmm. But what happens then, too, is that once I create your order and I send it to you, I can't do anything. You can't do anything. It's in the hands of the USPS, the UPS, FedEx, the, all the people that are, like, backed up, like we've been seeing Some for the past two years. Some people have that all. I know. And some people have. They just came later than others. If you looked at the if you looked at the video, it was like I think the exact number it wasn't three hundred, it was like two hundred and fifty eight complaints. But then it said like two hundred of them have been resolved. Was so it's like, the like this was this was a screenshot of the from the video. It just said this was how many complaints, this was how many was resolved. So it's not like they're not resolving these issues. Mm-hmm. So the point that I'm making though is that like literally if I own a company and I'm like, here's your, like, I, this is your order. You confirmed it, whatever like that. It'll be shipped off within two to four weeks. Because the one woman said she ordered something in 
around Thanksgiving. She thought she was going to get it by Christmas. And it's now, it came out, it, it, I don't know if it came in or whatever, but. I think February. it came in like February. Right. Which is like. Like again, now Christmas over. Right. But again, they tell you, they tell you on the website, shipping is shipped out between two to four weeks. So you're literally hoping for the best possible situation that is going to be shipped out in the smallest amount of time that they say, which is two weeks. And then it's going to get to you, no matter what the hell is going on with USPS around the holidays at that, that you're going to get your stuff by Christmas. And then you complain to the company and he's just like, what can I do? Like, you, it's not like I can go to UPS where it's shipping from and go get it and then hand deliver it to you or something like that. And this is why I said this is what every company's been going on for everything. You know what I'm saying? They're actually resolving stuff. There's some people that have gotten their money back and some people that have gotten their products back. These are things that happen in business, period. With every every company, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it doesn't work out. Most of the time it does. And people get the stuff that they want. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was just like, you know, I'm not going to bash them because it's other companies that do this. And, and, they, always end up, and they are all held accountable. But what we're not going to do is create this narrative like this makes it hard to support black-owned businesses. I agree that. When this is just a thing that happens in business, period. And then people don't do that with other businesses, too. It's not like, oh, every time something like this happens with a black-owned business, people want to throw the narrative. Mm-hmm. It's hard to support black-owned businesses. But it yeah, and that's why, that's, that's why I don't like yeah, that. Like, but, but it, stuff like this happens with... I've, I've had orders from from like PacSun, order like a hoodie, some jeans, or something like that. Mm-hmm. No kind of shipping tracking, nothing like that. And I didn't, I don't like stuff like that happens. But and that's just that's just one example. I, and nobody I, says this is why I don't nobody support white owned businesses. I will say whatever, whatever. this, but this, that, never I, I heard do that. agree with that 100%. Yeah, never so say I, that. I just think that people do say that narrative because you have so many issues. Like this. But, you, but you have the same amount But of I think it's always it's always going to be like that. It's kind of like... It's a part of business. It's kind of like how um, when you was telling us about Black Swan. Yeah. They ran out of shit. And they, they probably knew. Yeah, they, they probably did. Yeah, and they probably didn't think that. So a lot of folks, what's, what's the, what are they going to say? Oh, they ain't really have anything, so don't go there. And now they're doing fine. And that's why we can't support black-owned businesses because they don't have anything. And it's kind of like, yo, that... We have to really stop throwing that out every single time. Like, unless, unless a, a cer- like certain black-owned businesses doing something to you, like, just say, you know what? You got to get on your damn dash. You know, I'm not wearing anybody else's shit unless it's mine. I don't wear anybody else's shit, so I, I, I don't have no problems. You can do that. And the, and the reason why, like, you know what I'm saying? Create I my own stuff. Speak on this one is because, like I said, I have several articles from them. And I've never had any issue. The mm-hmm. longest, the longest order that I had from them was the uh, the support black colleges rug that they sent. But yeah. they literally said that this was a uh, like they were they were going to. It was like a limited a limited thing. So they were like this this is how many of these we're gonna make. Once we get all of the orders for these, we're gonna stop taking orders for it, and then we're gonna start to make them. It's gonna take this long to make them. And then we're going to start shipping them out around this time, depending on whatever we're shipping them with, depending on how they're doing, it's going to determine mm-hmm. how, how long. The most we can do is send you a tracking number or you can get one if you if you can't find the email, whatever the case might have been. And that took, I want to say, maybe two or three months. But it came within the amount of time they said. All of my stuff came within the amount of time that I said. And I know a lot of people that have never had these issues, that have support black colleges, Merchandise, and they've never had these issues. I just, I just don't. Maybe, maybe the the title of 
the video and how they posted it. And Maybe, also, I think that's I, I don't really like that. Either. And they're very popular too. So I was kind of like when when they had around like three hundred names or whatever, it was just kind of like yo, they sell a lot of merchandise. So that's that three hundred compared to now, I could see if it had been like you know they had ten thousand complaints, then that would be like oh, uh, that that would be gotta put it by number. You gotta put it by number. I feel like at the end of the day, it was enough for them to be investigated. Period. Whether you white or black, but what was investigated? Everything gets investigated. That's the whole point. I, I think we need to stop putting this, this whole race stuff on there. People are just not practicing bad no, business. Bro. Everybody got to get caught up. No, no. Nah, no, I don't no, think it has anything. To I say to say you don't practice bad business I is a that's a, that's a, that's a statement. That's such a blanket statement that makes it seem like the majority of your business is bad business. That's no, why I'm the saying, number makes it. That's they what it seems about, like. They could have went about certain things differently. They just they just fumbled the ball. We told them to support black colleges. I think the people talking about it could have went about it differently. It's such a if I if I have if I have ten thousand orders if I have ten thousand orders, and I get three hundred complaints. You think that's enough to make a whole article and complain about? I think I think in. But but um, it's not about if they were investigated. Any kind of complaint is going to get investigated for any company anywhere. But to make a whole like video talking about it, like, oh, these niggas is out here doing bad business. It's gonna, it's giving off the connotation that the majority of the business that they do, like, it's a shady company. And if it's like you have three hundred situations right here, and it even tells you the number of them that's been resolved, and it's like you have so many more orders, like way beyond the amount of complaints. Because well, I don't think it. Because I don't. Because I don't think. Um, do know when the video was when made. Did they just make this? I mean, I feel like they, it's to me. Like to me, these these they were resolved after this investigation took place. Like it was made. But you have to, you have to, you have to. Are you talking about what? What? What do you say? Investigate? What do you mean? Meaning like that? Where they were able to even do this video? Where they were able to go and to look into these complaints? No, they're not the 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 people. The guy that did the interview wasn't the guy. This wasn't the guy that did the investigation. Well, it doesn't matter. The company did the investigation. My whole point is, what I'm saying is though, they support black colleges did the investigation. But I feel like this was. Once these things were resolved after this investigation took place, that would investigation what took you, place. I, I think you, I think you, I think yeah. you misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm saying that when the company gets a complaint, mm-hmm. like in the video, like I said, they like, oh, we oh, have gosh, gosh. x many complaints. The company can see how much. So were they the company these sees how many, as they were investigating as their they own were, companies? The, I'm the, saying the, there's somebody whose job it is with any company right. to usually it's like something to do with HR or whatever where they get all of the complaints to the you know how like if you go to a company and you like or you no, go no, on fucking Walgreens and fucking manager cuss you out I'm gonna report you to no, no, I understand. Like, so they, had they get those complaints they were so they so they were in, they, they were investigating the complaints by their customers as they got them. They can only so investigate they them and then they were, these I mean, yeah. While after talking. their investigation or before they resolve I mean, how they going to resolve it before the investigation? I mean, like, I feel like you probably had a couple. You didn't have to wait till like, you had 300 complaints before you. I mean, I'm sure that did you, I the, said they the, had, like, resolution. 200 that was resolved. I can, if, let me let me find a part in the video. That's, that's why I'm saying I don't know where the, when this video was made where it seemed like, you know what I mean? Like, were they... How many complaints did it take for them to realize, oh, we have to, we have a problem, is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't. After, I feel like how many, so my question is, is that, like how many complaints would it take for you to realize we have a problem, we have over 300 complaints? 281 complaints closed in the last three years, 204 complaints closed in the last 12 months, customer complaints. 
on their website, you can go and file a complaint to them. You can file a complaint directly to them. So they only, once they get the complaint, then they can investigate the complaint, mm-hmm. and then they can do whatever that they need to do to resolve the complaint. Yeah, if they said over the last three years, then it's kind of the like... twenty. My bad, 24. Over the last three years, you write 281 over the last three years. Over the last three years. So prior to that, they wasn't really they wasn't really receiving any complaints. So when you really factor in COVID and everything, I mean, you can't really. It's kind of like you can't really. um, Every company has been look at look at them and say it's it's kind of like bad business or anything. But also because I mean, hell, there was stuff I was ordering. You know, from H and M during the pandemic, and that it took mad long, but it also sent a notification saying, "Hey, due to COVID." That's what I'm saying. You know, I told they kind of fumbled the ball a little bit. I'm going to call that out. When it could be any company, white, black, Asian, don't matter. Like you need to, you can't keep taking people money and you can't fulfill orders. Period. You gotta have no. a notification. You gotta make a statement. It's not that they Stop couldn't fulfill orders something. though. But they that's were what able to fulfill the orders. The orders. What do you? Where did you get seven months from? Like, I was reading these comments. Some people said they didn't get it at all. Some people said six months, seven months. We read these comments beyond just the video. Okay. So I mean, it is. You gotta make a. You gotta make a statement. You gotta, like you said, you had a notification. Something to mm. have people at ease. This is my hard work and money, and I'm giving you. And I have Man, no idea. I feel like people only push that narrative when it's a black owned company. Don't nobody. Yeah, don't nobody right. do this shit when they got something shipped. From another company, like I said, like H and M, and they haven't gotten it in six, seven like months. Chinese, you don't hear do. none of you won't hear none of this. This ain't China. We ain't no, but stuff. I'm saying no. They do make these same complaints. I'm saying talk about it with these Chinese. People don't do. We don't. We don't see videos like this about H and M and people not getting these stuff but for seven months talking about H&M, it. I think. I think for. I think for. I think for me, way more business. This stuff happens. Yeah, they're a much bigger company. No, I'm. I'm using them. I think for me, I'm a. I think I'm a complain. If it's a continuous thing going on. So if I'm constantly always ordering from you and my shit is always taking like six to seven months, we have a well, problem. Silly folk, you order from somebody, it takes six to seven months to get you. But even still, but it's just kind of like, I'm just being overly dramatic six to seven months. No, I that's what I haven't had to. Some people really did say that some people didn't even get the orders at all. So we have to put that But you also got to put into perspective too that some of these, um, and it can happen. If some of like UPS and all of that, if they lose workers and have to just get a lot of new people, I ain't going front. Either your shit ain't your shit got stolen, which, which can happen, or they just dropped it off at another place and still somebody can steal it. Because I'm not going to lie. So this type of shit. That issue, but people were saying these games like fake automated messages, like they really were it not. Fake I don't know what kind of automated message. It was just an automated message. You asked when you was going to get it. They telling you what the people that's shipping them is telling them. That's all you can do. Is that's my, that's the point that I'm making. That's all you can do as a company. So now I would I would feel them now. I would feel them and they and they and they've been doing it. Like I said, oh, they've been okay. closing out these complaints. Like the, as the complaints come in and they investigate it, it's some people that's getting their shit, it's some people that's getting refunded, and then there's some people that's still waiting for them to get back to it. Happens like that with every company. They're not as big as a lot of these big ass company companies. I feel like stuff like this happens more often, like like Nike loses shit all the time. Oh yeah. But yeah. you don't hear people like, oh I'm not fucking with Nike. I'm I'm not they don't be talking having articles and shit like this. Uh, yeah, and, but that. that's the point that I'm making though. It's never yeah. um we not fucking with white owned businesses because my fucking Georgians got stolen and I didn't get my stuff. So why are we even they two hundred and eighty one complaints over three years 
for a company that's but here's the thing like, they still gonna order it they gonna talk their shit it's kind of like when we be when we keep saying for those who like getting sneakers i'm not fucking with the sneakers app but what we do we still end up on the sneakers app speak for yourself so oh well, i'm shit Hell, even even taking that's like forget the sneakers app because the sneakers app is a Nike thing. That's like people being like, I always lose on the sneakers app, or every time I order some shit from Nike, it gets lost or stolen, so I'm not wearing Nike no more. That's kind of what this is. They like, yeah. Let me just talk shit about the whole company. I'm I'm hitting up Nike and Nike, I ain't ain't fucking with y'all or whatever. But Mm -hmm. you hear complaints like like there's way more complaints of this nature. Yeah. To Nike than it is about support black colleges, and still, and still the 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 point that I'm making is that this is a thing that happens in business. Period. There's more Nike's orders being fulfilled than not. There's more support black, way more for both of them. Is more orders being fulfilled than not. So I don't understand how, like, especially for a grown company. Like, literally, three years ago, this company wasn't half the size that it was mm-hmm. that it is right now. You know what I'm saying? Hell, two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, people didn't even, like, they, they started getting real popular, like, around, like, 2019, 2020. Really, 2020. Like, during the pandemic type shit. Because remember when this stuff was happening with George Floyd and all of that mm-hmm. a lot of people made a surge to really start OD supporting a lot of black brands same shit was happening with Telfar y'all remember the Telfar badge was going crazy and the Telfar guy he been in fucking business since like 2004 mm-hmm. and in 20, it took to 2020 where people was like man fuck that I'm about to be on my all black shit whatever I'm not buying these European designer brands I'm buying a black owned brand and they found him and everybody start ODing on him and it was people waiting months for their Telfar bags they was complaining it was people that was just like oh every time I go in there this shit is sold out with that. and the guy was just like yo y'all gotta understand the amount of business that I just got out of nowhere is more than I've ever gotten like multiple times so over let me ask you, than who I've did ever the gotten. video who was responsible for the video or no, the segment I should say the, the guy that did the interview with them that we that so I pretty much chat? just right so this, the so they did their own investigation the guy the, the guy that did the, the guy that so who got word to be like we need to go and talk to these people who got I mean this company the, who the got shaver. investigated okay the shaver the, like the guy that was interviewing them was from the shaver he's from the shaver yeah literally he said TSR <laughs> I'm such and such from TSR <laughs> he's a bit professional for the shaver he I needs mean, to go to NPC he's he started with like petty little ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、ハイ、
and they're resolving the complaints. Nobody talks about resolving. They're just like, oh, they're getting them as if this that's just not going to happen. This certain shit is just out of your hands. Like I said, PacSun don't got nothing to do with my package getting lost or stolen because mm-hmm. they're like, damn, all we can do is have the product. You buy it from us. We send it to you. If something happens, then we either give you your money back or we give you another one if we can. Because what yeah. happens, the worst part about Nike is that if a nigga orders some Jordans and them shits get stolen and they sold out, Nike going to be like, well, we can't just give you another pair. We just got to give you your, your money, money back. back. Right. And people be mad about that. But you can't get mad at Nike about that. About that part. I mean, so that it's case like, is different. What do you call it? But, you can't. It sold out. Oh, wow, but, but even still, though, like I said, like airlines. We can talk about airlines. People get their flights canceled all the time. It'd be people that's like, oh, I got a flight on Sunday. I had to be at work on Monday. They flight get canceled. Now you can't leave to Tuesday. You got to call up. People like, they complain about the airlines. And it's like, niggas ain't going to be like, oh, this airline terrible. Mm-hmm. The airline is going to be like, bro. The weather was horrible. Right. right. You was going through or somewhere like, right. what could we yeah. do? Yeah. So I niggas ain't going to be like, that's not I, I do agree with that. Them. I feel like even if it was a bit of like out of their hands, I just think they should just kind of like, just made a statement, cut, like shut it down. They can't, like I said, things. But they didn't have to shut it down though. You got 300, 281 complaints over three years. That I mean, it is not enough complaints number. to Who shut it really down. Who knows what it really is? We don't know. The point is, if you We do not, know. I, read, I just feel like, mean, I mean, from that know. video, but who knows? It could have probably been more than that. That's a, they they literally go on there and file a complaint. If you complaining without filing a complaint, it's not a complaint. My whole point is, I feel like if you just that's a lot of that's enough where I just feel like you just need to within that period of time where you just okay you just two hundred eighty two hundred eighty one complaints over three the, years beyond that that's enough to shut like, down. What you saying in that moment where you do not have workers to fulfill these orders, you cannot continue to take people's money. Is what I'm saying you need to find a you need to resolve that. Is my whole point. Two hundred eighty-one resolved complaints over three years. Two hundred and two over. Or at least, like I said, give a notification, give people some type of relief to say or to reassure that like I'm good. That's it. And they didn't. They didn't do that. And I think that's where people were bugging out with. But do I do agree that you know you can't really look at that and be like, well, I just can't support black-owned businesses because you're right. Every business has complaints, and nobody does that. And we I feel like we kind of spotlight black owned business because already have right. like a scene. I one hundred percent agree with you with that. One hundred percent agree. I feel like any business needs a whole be held accountable though for whatever it is that they I don't even think black owned businesses really have a stain. I just feel like as black people we just have we just have low patience when it comes to black owned businesses. That's the stain. So but I feel like it should be a stain with every race. Self-inflicted. Yeah. <laughs> like well, yeah, no, we do, like we we do this to ourselves, but be quick to support, you know, another race and just be okay with it. It's kind of like we can't keep doing that to ourselves. You can do a little better with customer service. We've all experienced from black-owned businesses that everybody. We've all experienced. P- piss poor customer service from white people, Asians. I mean, you name it. We've experienced I'm not, I'm not customer service. I'm not saying that. I'm just piss saying poor from everybody. I Black people, people have cu- saying... piss poor customer service too. But again, that's everywhere. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what. Whether it's food industry, whether it's clothing industry, whether it's any fucking thing, transportation. I think people are saying they experience it more at their own. Businesses. I think that's. I, mean, I, don't, maybe I, don't that's... Be, I don't even believe that niggas don't even niggas don't even support black businesses enough to even say that. Yeah, I ain't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm we can't not. really say that. We know that we, people don't not, people don't jump on people don't jump on the the whole support black owned businesses until one of these white owned um, businesses such as Louis Vuitton or whomever 
ain't fucking with them. Then it's, oh, we're going to boycott them and we need to start supporting black-owned businesses. That's the only time when people is jumping out and saying support black-owned businesses. Oh, I, I, I won't say that because I don't know people's experiences and what they've done. I, I won't say that. I won't say that people haven't been enough. They, there are probably some people who have supported enough black-owned businesses to make that conclusion. Got you it. Know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, well, you know. Got it. But it's highly unlikely, let me say that. It's way it's not a, it's it's way more non-black-owned businesses than it is black-owned businesses. True. Most of the shit around us is not black-owned, so I highly doubt it. The majority of my the like the vast majority of any negative business that I've ever experienced was from white-owned businesses, just by default because everything is white-owned. So I can't even. So then, where do you think people get that stigma from? Then, if you feel because, like because come on, man, look at where we at. Look at how this world treats black people. So, black, black, so, so black. how black people treat black people then? Look at how this world treats black people. Black people in this world. Look at how this world treats black people. Right, but so black people are treating black people like this. Then. Black people, are, black people world, are, right? are black people. Yeah, black people are saying this about their black-owned businesses. Right. Look how this world treat black people. Look at this world treat black people. Not for to make this a black-owned black thing. That's what I'm saying, bro. That shit is ass. I'm not fuck with that. But is it okay? But is she from? Are they white owned? I don't even know. I don't even care. I don't even support the type of shit. No, I just say that because they were the one who made the video, right? So they are black owned. I mean, possibly it was a black. It was a black uh, reporter that got invited, that got interviewed and was black. If his company that he works for was white owned, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, they, I wonder. They, they did a whole investigation on black. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering. I wonder. They don't, I they wonder. Have the jurisdiction to do their own <laughs> investigation. Of, of like they can't even do that. But point that I'm making though is still that's ass. That's right. We're not going to pinpoint 281 complaints so, over the, amongst the thousands of orders over three years. Overall, like we just stop, We just got to stop making this notion that, you know, when things don't go well with a black-owned business, we got to stop saying, we got to stop tossing around. This is why I, we yeah, don't su- yeah, support don't black-owned even, businesses. You, 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 would, you would never hear me say that, bro. You would never hear me say that. And you really want to get involved. So if you've had any experiences with like black owned businesses, let us know. Get in the mix. Let us know what it was like. Or business in general. Yeah, I'm about to say. Don't don't pinpoint black. No, owned. I was saying that because we made don't the comment of like how can people make that, that statement. So I want to know where did that stigma come we from? We know where that stigma comes from. We're not finna do that. Yeah. We can't do that. <laughs> because that's perpetuating that stigma. We still no, you pretty much you pretty much just right. gave them a green light to talk shit about no, negative no, no, black no, owned business experiences. Not. Maybe some people I agree with you guys, and this stigma came I mean, from well, well, let's well, let's know. let's let them say that, but let's not open the door for them to talk shit negatively about black-owned businesses yeah, in the comments. Okay. okay, well, you guys, for any business, because we know people. We don't even we don't even gotta take it to the negative part. Just if you in the comments, shout out to some great black-owned brands out there that y'all fuck with. We can just do that. There we have it, and we're going to continue to celebrate our women. All month long. So we're going to have some dope interviews lined up for y'all with some successful women, um, especially some successful black women. So be on the lookout for that this month. Um, Other than that, man, we appreciate you guys getting in the mix. Continue to click and subscribe. Episodes drop every Thursday. Again, it's your big dog, K6. Shot Towns Finest, Carlton, your dick, and your girl, Leah, a.k.a. The Therapist. And always holding things down behind the scenes. Your girl so effing classy. And we are out of here.